This is, is, is you know, this is my first day, but I'm kind of catching on. Catching on? Yeah. <laughs> this is a Dearly Beloved podcast. I'm David Hatchett. Um, sitting with a couple of my favorite people, honestly. You got Top Shelf or Die in the building. What's Justin up? Taylor. What's up, blood of my blood? You all right? I'm good. How are you? Good. Give you, you a little oh, bit. You need me speaking to the mic. I'm sorry. Baby. I'm sorry. Uh, we got you Montana. Know. He was here earlier, and I can't get rid of him. Montana good sitting to my right and Jordan West you want your you want your uh, information out there like that yeah, you yeah, yeah. aka Fatty McDaddy but <laughs> <laughs> it's alright gotta lose some weight you know we, we was talking um, uh, Jordan was talking about capitalism and um, and Republicans and stuff like that but <laughs> well, we were talking about like the, the restaurants suffering man I mean we're, we're talking about dire time Montana's like hey, these are dire times like yeah. you know there, there's a lot of a lot of things happening in the world that people really need to to really address and it's it's tough man I mean we, you know the restaurant industry is 180 200 billion dollars down come mm-hmm. January 1st of 2021 um, that's a real number uh, in Michigan alone we're talking 300 300 plus thousand jobs are, are missing in the restaurant world. Um, that's a real number, especially when you're talking about rent. You know, a single mom's got an apartment for eight, mm. nine hundred bucks. You know, phone bills and all that other stuff. And right now, you know, unemployment is 300 bucks a week, man. That that doesn't cover anything. So, so it's a more it's a it's a moral issue. You want to you want to somehow protect lives and protect your employees, but you also need people to collect their income so that they can live. So it's a slippery. Survival, man. It's it's survival of the fittest right now out there. It's, like, it's a slippery slope, man. It's like if you don't have a job that doesn't involve a lot of people around you, you're truly blessed because it's less of an issue. But if your job is in the service, and man, I went to Chipotle yesterday in Popeyes. It was packed. Oh, Popeyes. I bought Chipotle stock like when COVID first Bro. hit. It jumped. It, it mm-hmm. skyrocketed. There's people sitting in the lobby waiting for a burrito. I'm like, I gotta get out of here. I'm gonna <laughs> go get me a chicken sandwich. But you look at like the small like mom and pop shops. Right? Oh, okay, man. We're trying to survive. Let's do our thing. And, you know, unemployment is offering $900 a week. That's the most money these people are ever going to make in their life. You know how hard it's going to be to keep employees showing up to work every day? The majority. Like that, I, I, I couldn't imagine running a business like right now where your employees aren't making crazy money. Yeah. I, I, mean, I, got, I got a business straight done. Go ahead. Well, no, I was going to say, um, you've been, we, just, we Justin, you've been digital. making money. I've been making a lot of money this year, honestly. And what industry? Nobody knows how. I work in the cannabis industry. I work in the film and entertainment production industry. I distribute music for artists. I'm a um, model and. Um, events coordinator and then we have an advertisement agency with like 45 bottles attached to it right now well welcome to plymouth rock uh, studio yeah thank Shout you plymouth rock man thank we you. love yeah. y'all it's my first time being in here i've 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 heard seen about things. it, yeah. but like I've never, seen, I've, I've never seen of your marketing or advertisement or like any of the. This is my first behind time the in scenes this room. stuff, really. Yeah, so this is yeah, no, this is really cool. I like the aesthetics of here. This is dope. 
So your what you do it involves people, but it kind of doesn't at the same time. Well, I mean, so because of cannabis now being deemed an essential industry, mm. um, I've been able to move all year. Like I haven't missed a step. I, I I took two months off in the beginning of COVID, like March, April, and May. I didn't travel, and like I took sixty days off from my travel schedule, and then I got back to it. I was like, look, I gotta get out here, do branding deals. I have to go meet with other people and explore uh, the cannabis markets from here to Las Vegas. We went to Nevada, we went to Colorado, we went to California, Florida. Besides the business, what y'all doing out there? Um, smoking weed. <laughs> yeah, smoke you know, we hit it once and go visit. I mean, I visit um, businesses that that own licenses, so it's not like I'm just mm. out here dealing with a bunch of drug dealers. It's it's, it's a lot different than that now. Oh, it's medical, um, man. Medical yeah, it's, it's medical. Yeah, so like in and even with like municipality changes and all that stuff. Like um, my background, I, I did legal for like nine years, so um, my background now shines through because I'm I'm the compliance consultant for all of my brands so like i help them with their paperwork we're in the middle of doing mra stuff right now i'm most likely uh my company is going to be one of the first ones to get a consumption lounge in ann arbor uh in march so like we need paperwork done for dearly beloveds my name is jordan put me on that vip list i got you forget (laughs) i got you no but i mean um yeah right now with the way everything has been going like COVID actually really, really helped the cannabis industry just because oh, yeah. they they pushed forward not only the Moore Act and everything like that and, and federal regulation and uh, declassifying of Schedule 1. Like, there's a lot of milestones that have been hit, like, right after another that we thought we were probably, like, three or four years out from, to be honest with you. So um, now looking into it, it's, it's how can you give back and how can you build with your brands to be able to give back like we were working on our social equity plan like last week and we're just thinking of all the different things that we could possibly do in Ann Arbor and Washtenaw County to help out and um, you know just explore exactly what this plant can do and how it can give back to the people it's kind of been messing people's lives up for too long produce produce good product man I mean that's what people are looking for and content you know Mm -hmm. but um, is there like a um when it comes to the people you deal with in the cannabis industry, are mm-hmm. they are the majority of them users or just pushers? Well, I mean, there's. I thought that was me. There's a couple. <laughs> there's a couple different ways that you can think about that. Well, like in and. Also, you're thinking about white market and black market. So, like white market, there's license holders. Either you have a certain, you know. Um, thing that you're doing in the space and your license can only work to that specific license type so for instance there's a transporter secure transporter there's provisioning center there's a testing facility and there's adult use consumption lounge that's Mm. five different business models and each of them operate differently right and we need each other to operate Mm -hmm. so you can't own a dispensary and also own a secure transportation you have to have a third party company That's move your stuff for you. So like even with that, that we talked about it a long time ago. I was just yeah. like, bro, how? Yeah, I'm no, like, I, call, man, I called you. I called logistics. I called and I was you. Like, yeah, I called you talking about logistics in know, April shit. of last year, and I was like, yeah, um, I think I want to go for my secure transportation license. Since then, we actually um, did a pivot and decided to do the adult use consumption first. Mm. Um, and a, a lot of it comes down to 
what you can actually uh, commit to as far as like a company. In yeah, our company, always, we, yeah. we really thought that growing this business and putting all our heads together and all of our partners together on this business would be a, a better win for us to make more money and invest in other licenses. So um, that's a whole lot of shit that I, bro. I have no. Yeah, fucking I mean, honestly, idea. I, I probably raised like sixty grand in the last three weeks. Montana, you ever smoked weed? No. You ever really? did any any no, type of? That was, uh, was never. That was never. I seen you like one what? time with like a plastic spoon and. Crack and something. That's crack. Uh, that was crack. What were you doing with that stuff? That's crack. You was just hanging out. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Jordan? You, you, you. <laughs> any substances you like? Yeah, no, I, I've never uh, been a, a heavy drug kind of guy, but. Um, uh, I have explored the cannabis route, and actually, uh, you know, my father has Parkinson's disease, and there's studies right now that the oil abstract from the cannabis plant are... Rick Sampson oil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That Sampson That's oil. That Parkinson's, though, has been forever. Mm-hmm. Just something they can't, they don't know what to do with that. Yeah, well, you got big corporate, like, hey, man, take this pill. Take this pill. Mm. Uh, this pill will numb the pain or, or take care of the pain. But well, that's the biggest problem. Yeah. Like, that, the pharmaceuticals, and I, I was fortunate enough to, um, when I was in Miami at, at this big conference, I met this guy who was a really, really big, like, higher up in pharmaceuticals. And I was like, so what, what are you doing here? And he's like, well, I, I want to change the route that my company's going. Like, we've been mm. kind of fucked people up for too long <laughs> yeah just he was, numbing it was them. so real we talked like, about we, that. it was like an elevator thing yeah. he was like yeah no I'm, I'm trying to i was literally sent here by my board members to help and figure out how our company can transition into cannabis and like stop killing we, people. we talked about that on an emotional level like you yeah. can you can go through things in your life and completely forget because you're you were numb to it like emotionally mm-hmm. so the same thing pharmaceutically you take something that is gonna numb the pain and not necessarily help evolve you adapt you into like you know something medical like that is a big issue i don't i don't have the answers for that you know what i'm saying but that kind of goes hand in hand with you, you being emotionally attacked you know numbing your emotions to the point where you don't even remember what the hell you went through yeah, and well, numbing the addiction mm-hmm. Right. The, the addiction part too is, is habits. I mean, listen, man, you, you could smoke a joint right now, and you don't need to smoke a joint in, for a couple weeks. Like mm. that, you, you know that. That's oh not, man, me back in the day. I was oh yeah, you. But now look, now you're not. Yeah. Now people that are taking and consuming so much pill, they, they, so many pills that they have a harder time. I mean, it's affected my family personally. Mm. It, it, it's affected people's, I know, their family personally. Mm. And, it, like, how do we get people off that? And that's why, you know, uh, the, the cannabis game has been such a battle at the top of the hill in, mm-hmm. in politics because they're all connected to the pharmaceutical sales of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, going back and, like, looking at all of the money that actually governs the United States. It's not people that governs the United States. Business. It's money. It's business. It's in sure. and, and each individual state is seen as a corporate entity. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very interesting. Once you break it down from a uh, federal to a you know local municipality level, it still just follows the money. You know, so like no matter what in in our situation like um i was a political director for a little bit of time and helped sway municipalities and like we're 
showing people how to canvas and go actually go door to door and talk about marijuana before people were even okay with marijuana. So it was like really interesting to see those to those be, type remember, of levels to it. Remember back in the day, it used to be like your introduction to marijuana was like, oh, you got a cousin or like an uncle that had this. I could just he just smelled funny, funny all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He smelled funny all the time. It's getting to the point where these kids are like gonna see advertisements for weed you know what i'm saying they're gonna well i mean there's there's a roadblock with that well, i saw it in a music video and they were just smoking on something well, and there's a there's a roadblock, a roadblock with that i mean honestly we there's with the music videos and stuff get flagged all the time for having actual smoke in their music mm. videos oh that's so, so poor that yeah, is so poor it's, I mean, like, people are holding up bottles of booze like what are you trying to tell a 14, 15 well, year old kid watching that so what's the in my opinion well let's think because of regulations around legal. booze it's it's yeah. you still have to be 21 and up and legal to, to buy it and purchase it and be in, in possession of it well not like, at the state level it's 18 right no, here it's oh, 21. 21. It's 21. Well, the opposite Don't you to own that the is... What's up? No, I'm talking... No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, I'm like, all right, great. Now I got to check the date. I'm talking about recreational consumption of cannabis. Oh, right. yes. It's yeah, 18. No, 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 right. no, 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 It's 21. It's 21, it 21. Okay, that was 21. Okay. But yeah, the it's opposite. 18 and up with a med card. The opposite Ooh. to that is that, you know, we're not saying that, oh, liquor cures anything. Right. If they said, oh, well, Liquor you know, you. you're going to start to look at the pharmaceutical industry that says, you know, we're making billions on, you know, not allowing them to do their thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, right. liquor's, ah, sure, we're going to get a hangover. It's not a cure. You know, he'll still have to get up in the morning and take his meds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If he smokes, uh, yeah. my that, pockets that, get That lighter. alcohol cure me sometimes. I'll be feeling down and low. And I give me a little Guinness or something, or like a I like JMO, I like that Jameson. Well, right now, Boy. man, it's curing everybody because everyone's on patios, man. They're, they, I'm going through so much Jameson. They're just trying to stay warm, man. It's mm-hmm. like you can't get enough heat. Mm-hmm. More shots of Jameson, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get you a fifth of Jameson and play Freaks by French Montana. <laughs> Boy, you be twerking in no time. <laughs> Everybody's shaking ass. <laughs> Yeah, but back, back to like, uh, you That's know, talk about the cannabis and, and alcohol and like how, how we're going to educate the kids kind of coming up because we're talking about flagging videos. I mean, it's got to get talked about. It's got to be a mm-hmm. thing to talk about. Uh, well, I was at a gas so station and, and they have a marketing right yeah. there on the gas station. Like it popped up and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the first one. I took a photo of it. I'm like, mm-hmm. the, everyone's talking about it. Now it's, are we going to start talking about it in the schools like they do alcohol awareness programs and stuff like that? Well, I mean, from my perspective and, and it, even it's funny you say that even taking it back to high school like I was one of those kids who were extremely extremely involved in extracurriculars I mean mm-hmm. I played football basketball baseball student council dance. Um, dra- d- dance club captain of the dance team I did all of it and bro can you teach me to break dance I, no, I don't know how to break dance I did moonwalk on stage once but like when it comes down to it yeah, like he was those, one of those he was a moonwalk yeah, kid was on the stage so like, Better than the fat like white kid with a sprinkler, man. I'm trying to do like, the sprinkle up there. I'm people laughing all this at shit. Yeah, I didn't cool. even. Yeah, I was like 315 in high school. I was a big ass. But um, like, even when I when I helped start programs in in school, like be the change and mad and all of that stuff, like those things helped us talk about what was going on. It, it necessarily do, doesn't have to do with education. Like when you hear people talk about breaking stigma and they're talking about cannabis, it's really talking about having the conversation mm-hmm. instead of right. thinking that the conversation is prohibited because it's illegal. You don't think as you don't think of cannabis as a medicine. 
as much as you do think of it as a drug. And like based that's on the, the based on the propaganda, on propaganda. Of yeah, but what it was back in the exactly. day, exactly, and like even and what they wanted us to believe, exactly, what exactly. how they what we they were chose, trained yeah, this right, way, yeah. Exactly. I mean, even with with psilocybin and LSD, it's the same thing. Like in the in the last two years, we've literally decriminalized almost every drug Depending that can on where you live, that can yeah. holistically help you and have Oregon positive psychoactive effects. Yeah, Oregon, yeah, Oregon, they decriminalize everything, everything. Yeah, I think, and I think the, the look real, at Columbia, it helped. <laughs> right. No, I'm serious. I'm really? so serious. But yeah. The real, oh, yeah. The real question cartels is, and, like that stuff started to go down because there was less for them. Like there was less corruption because once they were like, oh, it's to criminalize. There's no reason to start getting into worse and worse and worse situa- situations. Like well, what we should be concerned about is abuse, substance well, abuse. You could take anything if you like peanuts. You eat too many peanuts. You gonna choke on a peanut and die? Like you abusing? You can abuse anything that's legal or illegal. Yeah, don't make it right. You know what I'm saying? Well, then it comes down to the definition of abuse. So your abuse might be different is, than my abuse. Is an overload yeah, of, of yeah, so. something good or bad? You can't you can't just stuff your face and expect but your life to get healthy. Who's to say? And and this is an argument that's in my community a lot. Who's to say that I wouldn't be able to just smoke all day every day and not have any if negative productive, effects? If you're not well, productive. I mean, who am I to say but, what yeah, you should that's what I was about to say. Being, right, right, right. being productive, <laughs> being productive and, and actually going through this type of... I mean, like, you're, you're now For in a me, creative field. The type so of smoke, yeah, the type of smoker I, I was, I was not productive. You weren't productive. So you did that shit to get me. high and have fun with your friends. I, I, man, I, bro, you know, one of my fondest memories of, of childhood, like being like a young adult, was smoking weed and watching Game of Thrones. Okay. I would smoke weed and watch pepperoni pizza. Oh, pepperoni, yeah. pepperoni Jets pizza. Jets pizza. Exactly. Jets pizza. Oh, Jets barbecue chicken pizza. Y'all know him too well. All right, someone call somebody. But it was, <laughs> it was what I enjoyed it so much. I was right. just, I just got away. I, I could have been reading. I could have been exercising. I could have been doing other stuff. Mm-hmm. But it took when I got my license. I was just a rap. I'm not losing my license for nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, my CD. No. Shout out to the CDO holders. We love y'all. Gang, 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 gang. gang, gang. But, but <laughs> I mean, for, we that's had what to, I enjoy. But uh, too much of what you enjoy is I was not about to say, necessarily let's just, good. Let's just let's just nip this one in the butt. We had two totally different experiences when oh, it comes. Yeah, to, we grew definitely. up in the same household, right, right next door to, next each, to other. each other, and but it was we had two totally different, opposite. complete opposites. He was a he's seventeen a functional, months. Yeah, seventeen months. Yeah, he's a functional. Yeah, he's he he's little bro, but he he big bro. I'm he grown. get on my nerves all the time. It's annoying. We got a class. We I'm like clash a four year like, old. We <laughs> clash sucks. like nothing else. And then me, I'm I'm high road taker, mm. and JT will Tasmanian devil the whole situation. Yeah. So like I mean, that's a and that's fucking and, analogy. And I'm also like I'm a Scorpio and an extrovert and uh, like super socialite, and he's. Introverted and it's a whole body, and yeah, I'm the man. We don't really necessarily see eye to eye when it comes to social situations all the time. But like, for me, um, I I understood that there's a lot more out here than just where we grew up. And for me, I like as soon as I was able to like drive or like go, I was gone. Like at Mm -hmm. 17, I moved to Ferris. I moved out. I moved out probably like four or five times before me and him moved in. Not me. I was chilling. Yeah, he's chilling at Mom's crib. I'll chill in the corner and just be at peace with the world. mm -hmm. But that was, 
Is there any difference between, like me, for instance, I'm not that same person I was back no. in 2012, you know, 2011, 2012. Right. Is there a difference between who you were back then being... Unfortunately, it, it sucks because no. Yeah. I'm the same person so and it weird. fucking sucks because I was this weird yeah, grown yeah, ass but, man yeah, when yeah, I was yeah, 17, yeah, 18 trying to tell that, all my bro. friends to be on their shit. I get that. And I, that's why I was always like that outcast. And we were always and opposites. Yeah. I was always, you know what I'm saying? Like that's I, crazy. At the end of the day, when we moved out of like, you know, the Burbs and mm-hmm. Royal Oak, I... I'd say Shout out to the RO, man. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, Royal <laughs> the real OC. The Royal they need, to, they need to do something with the them damn uh, mortgages out there, man. I'm trying to get, <laughs> trying to get me a spot out there, but remind, God damn. Remind, no, that, no, that's no, how you no. were reminded you were black, right? What you mean? <laughs> you tried to go get a mortgage oh, no, out no, there. no, 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 yeah. Uh, 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 <laughs> a society will be like, I mean, I never had to remind myself of who I was, but, but the money talk is different. Like, money talk is different. It's totally be like, bro, you not ready for all that. You know what I'm saying? I think that I really want to see. Jumped up about that money talk. play out, what happens? Oh, yeah, you got to wait and see. I'm really interested to see, you know, because what they say, you never know you swimming naked so the tide comes in. And then you look around, it's like, um, I looked at, like, the like black celebrities. Oh, I'm, I'm doing OnlyFans, and, like, now nah, we're doing this, and we're doing this. Like, is this what we, like, is a culture? Is that what, that's like, where is we that what happened? Yeah. Well, but then you look up, and it's, like, huge entourage. Every time you see him, he's spending money like he don't have sense. And then you look up, and it's like, oh, he's not liquid. So that's it. Jay-Z and Beyonce didn't start on OnlyFans. So it's like, ah... I hate no, but Jay-Z so started Title. You got to think about it like this. I hate Jay-Z and Beyonce because they don't let us in, bro. No, nah, bro. But well, like you, got, you, you, you think about it like this. Every Everything has its own platform. Every at Like Facebook and Instagram and you know what I'm saying, where you actually collect all your data, your SEO. Dearly Beloved Podcast. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So like this, in, in an instance, is a platform. You mm-hmm. are building each episode you know the skyscraper of where you are in the internet Mm -hmm. you feel me and some of these companies have built monumental skyscrapers of data that is content Mm. so what it comes down to is how to how is it that we now can monetize that and and you go from audio and like you know collecting dividends from audio and all of that stuff it's a totally different but it's a totally different scale than what you do for movies it's a totally different scale than what you do for music it's a totally different scale than what you do for books it's a totally you see what i'm saying so like when it comes down to it you have to apply the specific niche directly to your consumer base so that they can pay you for it. Otherwise, you're just going to be running in circles of what we call entertainment. Right. And that's the problem. So, like, a lot of people, and obviously there's no, like, you know, blueprints to entertainment. I know a bunch of friends that went to school and no shouts to, like, Specs or anywhere else or even, you know, the schools that you were talking about you guys have a partnership with. And not all of them come out with any sort of advantage to working in the entertainment industry (laughs) at all. Right. Just because, yeah, it's because of experience and connections. There isn't enough networking capabilities that are here in our market. That's why I love this place so much. Like, Plymouth Rock Recording Mm -hmm. Company is just, like, a hub like you feel it when you walk in the door it's just a hub of creativity Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying and me with the show I'm not trying to create revenue you know what I'm saying I'm doing this because I thought it'd be fun Mm -hmm. and I thought it could help other brands and other creators but that's how it starts 
The difference is, is about you the reason why you, don't you do have it. To. If you're yeah. chasing, yeah, true. You don't have to. So that's where it's like, nah. But you, you want to do things for the right reasons. Everything else will right. come along. Well, I mean, and uh, I found Even a way to apply that. Like, dope it, shit. It, you're, you're literally, you're, what you just said was see a need, fill a need. What you just said was, I see something that I can provide to someone else that they might oh, yeah. not have, and it, I'm yeah. going to give it to them. I thought Whether about you make money like, or not yeah, right. is irrelevant to you. But at the end because of the day, need it. yeah, because at the end of the day, you're you're seeing and and you're feeling it. But I know creators. I know a lot of creators. Yeah, of course. And I, when when I sit sit down and think about it, I'm like, that, what would my version of what a a Justin Taylor does or what a blank 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 does? I'm not shouting you out because you gotta come do the show first. But <laughs> what would be what would my version of that be? I'm like, oh shit, we about to cook. That's all it is. We just about to cook. I'll see you in a couple weeks. We ready. Got it on the calendar, right? But like, like Montana said, I don't need to. I'm not. I don't need to do this to make money. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people get it twisted to where they are in desperation mode, right. trying to build something in desperation. Well, so these are the first episodes that you're doing, D Hash. Let, let's let's get the theme of dearly <laughs> beloved. Is it reaching out to the people? Is it building the people? It's Is a, it- it's a it's a it's a sharing information. It's a, it's a, it's a, fa- it's a Facebook, it's an Instagram, but it's on a respectable level. It's on the people that if you know me or if you don't know me, you're going to listen to what we have to say on this show and feel however you feel, but we, we, we going to be all right at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? If you got something coming up, come, come on my platform and my listeners will know about it. I think AJ's here. He uh, called me. He FaceTimed me. Let's take a pause. Do you know how to pause and then pick up and splice those two audio points together?